every little girl grows up dreaming about her happy ever after, but most of us don't have fairy tale scriptwriters making sure we get it. That's where the Happy Ever After show comes in. If you have been waiting for a fairy godmother to wave her magic wand and release your frustrations, create the prosperity you want and live a life you love, then listen closely. It's time to learn how to make your own wishes come true with your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to the Happy Ever After show. I'm your host, Cassie Parks, and I'm excited that you're here. I love talking uh, to you about making a creating a business that you love. And I love talking about money manifesting, money mindset, all things really that constitute a really good relationship with money and drawing more into of it into your life. So I'm excited to be doing this season called Manifest 10,000. I know you're listening because you want to welcome more money into your life without struggle so that you can build your business quicker and easier. I'm excited about that. And today we're going to talk about the evolution of Manifest 10K. And I talked a little bit about this when I talked about the, the sort of first Manifest 10,000 episode when I, um, you know, when in the first the first episode of this this portion. But I want to go in, like this is a business podcast. This is all about having the business that is your happy ever after. And so I want to give you the behind the scenes look of sort of the evolution of this course and what it's meant in my business and how it came to fruition and, and just all the steps along the way so that you can see that in your own business. You can maybe see where you need to stick something out a little longer or maybe you need to take a break. You can see where you can follow your intuition. I just want to show you the whole things because this course is really, this is built my coaching practice. <clears throat> uh, and I, over the next year, will continue to build, you know, my success, uh, the my platform, the way, you know, the way I've seen in the world is not the right term, but you know, how many people know about me, my notoriety, like the expand and the reach that I get to have is, is really all comes back to this course. And so I think it's important to talk about because, you know, I always wondered, like, how do you pick the right thing? And I didn't know how to pick the right thing. So we're going to talk all about that today because I want to give you the backstage pass. That's the whole point of this podcast. And I think it's it's super important to talk about Manifest 10,000 and Manifest 10K and the things that I teach in the course, the concepts, because they will help you make more money in your business quicker and easier because if you're not making money, your business is a hobby. And so that's important. And I also think it's important to get the backstage pass and to be able to see sort of the evolution of this course and why did I do this and why did I do that? Because that's how we learn. I feel like that's how we learn. So I want to give you that opportunity. Uh, so I hope that you'll enjoy this episode. Let me know if you liked the backstage pass because, you know, if that's, a, if that's something that's helpful to you, I like to know that. So I can do it more often. So, but before we get to that, let's, uh, what is, I'm really excited, you know, I spent about six, at least six hours this week baking cookies. You know, it's the holidays. It's, you know, all of that fun stuff. And I have a party every year, mostly every year. And it's it's just exciting. And I just realized, you know, Wednesdays are my day off, as you know, if you've listened to the show for very long. And so all Wednesday was really party focused. It was all cooking. It was all, which for me is kind of creative. And it's a good chance to just sort of practice the trust muscle, you know, um, 
my mom is, you know, she's an excellent baker. And so there's, you know, that's not a competition, but you know, sometimes it's, I just look to be really good at cooking and, uh, it's not something that I do a lot of the time. So, you know, just to have that chance to really dive in and, and it feels creative to me to bake cookies that might not feel that way to anyone else, but I'm not so much of an artist. I'm not a drawer. That's not where I get my creative outlet, but I get things that get it from doing different things. And one of those is, you know, baking cookies. And it was just so much fun and just so cool to have the experience of doing it without, you know, having to take a day off of work to do it, to really get to do it because, you know, I had time in my schedule. I got to plan that time and that's what I always wanted. I didn't want those things to feel rushed. You know, I used to actually outsource the making of the cookies to my mom. And uh, I haven't had this party in a couple of years because, you know, there's a, a parade route in Denver that goes by certain buildings. And uh, I didn't have access to have it at the party, you know, at, at one of the buildings a couple years ago. And now that I'm back in the Four Seasons, or now that I'm in the Four Seasons, I'm back on the parade route. And so that's why I'm having it. But when I, so I haven't had it since I quit uh, my corporate job, since I left my corporate job. And I used to outsource this to my mom. I'd be like, I don't have time, you know, to make seriously like 200 cookies, I think. Um, you know, can you help me out and can you do it? And she would always, she would volunteer to do it and it's really quick and it's really easy for her. But there was just something about doing it myself and like getting to have that different experience that wasn't, you know, in my business, that was just for fun. That's about, you know, creating something to celebrate with friends and family that I love. And so it was just a really awesome week, you know, to be able to get to do that. So I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about having the party. I'm excited about having tons of kids over and just having a great time. So, um, you know, if you enjoy this podcast, you enjoy this, this episode, you enjoy the podcast at all. If you've enjoyed any of my books, maybe you already have the ebook of manifest 10,000. I would love if, uh, you would go to manifest 10 kbookcom and pre-order the hard you know, the hard copy. It's not a hardback, but the paperback, sorry, the paperback of Manifest 10,000. My intention is to have 10,000 pre-orders of the book. So you're, if you could help me out with that with one, that's awesome. Just go to manifest10kbook.com. And I always like to mention this, A, you're going to get you're going to get a free book. So your book that you order on Amazon or Barnes and Noble, whatever, isn't going to come until May when the book is officially out in bookstores and, and available on those platforms. But what you will be able to do is get that copy in your hand in a couple weeks, because when you go to that site, you scroll down to the bottom, click on the big old box and put in, you know, tell us where you bought it from and put in your receipt number. We're going to send you a copy right now so that you get to have the physical copy right now. And you can mark it up. You can highlight it. I know a lot of you have said to me, like, when is it coming out in print? Because I want to be able to highlight it and mark it up. I want to do all these things, you know, really just hold it in, in your hands. And so you can do that early by uh, pre-ordering it. And then when you get that book in May from your pre-order, just share it with a friend. Give it to somebody that you think could benefit from the information. So I would really appreciate if you went to manifest10kbook.com and uh, pre-ordered the book. All right. So let's talk about how did this whole, I mean, it's sometimes it's amazing to me, the evolution of this course, especially around this time of year, 
because this is sort of when I started thinking about actually writing the course down. So to think of the whole evolution, it's been about it's been three years, three years, um, just it's just under three years. If you're listening to this when it came out, um, it came out, I believe the first day was it was either February 22nd or February 27th. Um, 2014. So I left my corporate job in on November 1st, 2013. Crazy. It's been over three years since that. And when I left, I didn't, I had never, like I understood this sort of concept of a niche or this one thing, but I didn't really like, I got the concept, but I didn't get it for me because when I started studying, you know, I studied something called resonance repatterning when I sort of started getting into this world of shifting thoughts and beliefs. And with that tool, you could really, you could do anything, right? So anyone could walk in and be like, ah, I feel stuck. I feel frustrated. I feel unhappy. I really want this to happen in my life, whatever it was. And with those tools, I could work with them. So I worked with kids as little as young as three, all the way up to 67 year olds, you know, this whole gamut. I work with high school boys. I worked with high school girls. I worked with you know, everything in between. And so when somebody would want to try and niche me, I just was like, it was like, I was very resistant. Even now I can feel myself as just like, um, kind of throwing my shoulders back because I didn't want to pick a niche because, you know, I could help all these people. And looking back, I totally get why people wanted me to choose a niche and the benefit of that, but I just hadn't found it yet, right? And you could use this tool. I'd teach this tool, you know, or I'd not teach the tool, but um, I would use the tool to shift a lot of things, and it evolved into my own practice. So my first book is actually called Stop and Change Directions, and it's my own practice of shifting thoughts and beliefs. I kind of morphed a lot of different stuff that I was studying into my own practice of how to shift my own thoughts and beliefs really quickly. So, and again, that would work with anyone. So I just knew I wanted to be a coach and I knew I wanted to, like I, you know, I already got clear that leaving my job, I needed to leave my job in order to do that. Or I just couldn't find, um, I just didn't have the time and energy to devote to my business you know, that I wanted. And, and it was leaving me exhausted to work on it. And, um, looking back, it was, it was cause I didn't quite know what I was doing, but so when I, when I left my corporate job, I didn't really, you know, like know what kind of niche I was just going to be a law of attraction coach, right? Uh, that's just what I was going to do. And when I left my corporate job, I gave myself like the time to kind of take a break and, and, you know, I kind of sat on the couch and watched the office for two weeks. Cause just the, the act of leaving was, it was exhausting. It took a lot out of me. And also I think I'd been holding on to a lot of stuff, you know, and just sort of powering through for a long time for the last couple months, because honestly, I probably would have changed jobs before, you know, if I wasn't leaving to do my own thing, I would have changed jobs probably six months before. So anyway, you know, I came out not knowing really what I was going to do. Like I, I was, I had money to pay my basic bills, you know, and yet I realized, you know, money felt like it was flying out the window and I had been working, you know, I've worked on my money mindset. Like you, if you've taken the manifest 10 K course, you've read some of the stories, like, you know, manifesting money and creating money and having it flow into my life was, 
had become very easy. And yet I was watching my bank account. And while I understood, you know, there were some things I would pay for, there was, you know, the holidays, there was a trip I would take, all this stuff. It, it really felt like money was flowing out the window. And I did not love that feeling. <laughs> and I knew enough, right, to know that it it wasn't good. Like I, I just couldn't let that feeling keep happening. So one day I said, oh, I have this notebook. And in this notebook, I had outlined uh, a money manifesting course. And you might have heard this story before, but I have a friend and I love and adore her. And we were talking one night and she was in a network marketing company. And she said, you know, I just don't know who to follow up with and who not to. People tell me it's the money you know, it's three, it's, I think it was like $350. And she's like, that's, it's not that much money. So I don't know if I should keep following up with them and see if they have the money or if I should just understand that they're telling me that because they don't want to join. And she's like, either is okay. I just wish I knew what to do. So I said, you know, I don't even know where this idea, but this idea popped into my head because I was like $350. You could manifest $350. I mean, so quickly and easily. Right. And, um, I could probably do it in a matter of days. And so I thought, well, I said, well, I could just make a money manifesting course. So if it's really about the money, you know, then they can create the money to get into the network marketing and they can start making more money. And you could just give them the course. And I didn't know what I was going to, I think I was maybe going to charge like $27 for it or something. I don't know what I was going to charge. I don't even think about really what I was going to charge. It's like, you can give them, you know, introduce them to the course. It probably was $27 because I was doing a lot of products and trying to create a lot of things around that time around, you know, $27 and $9 and $47 and all those, I, you know, I had, there's some, there's some marketing things out there or sales strategies out there that will tell you, you know, like have a $9 product and then a $20 product and a $30 product, you know, and, and all these. And so that's kind of where I was. So I probably had in my head that it was going to be $27. And I said, I'll create it. And then you could give it out to them. And she was like, oh, cool. And we got off the phone and I outlined the course, like literally laid on my bed and just wrote it all down. Like it just came to me. And it was all things that I done is all things that I do every day, you know, in my daily life, like everything I teach in that course and everything I'm going to talk to you about in these episodes of manifest 10,000, it's everything I do on a daily basis. It's just become normal and ingrained. But at one time I had to practice it and I had to think about it and all of that. So I outlined it and the coolest thing that happened was that, you know, aligning with that really something made me say, well, like go check your bank account. And so I looked at all the money that I'd spent that year that wasn't investing in houses, but money to actually, you know, invested in my bills and whatever else I was paying, you know, my housing and all of this, the living, you know, food and all that for me. And what I realized is that my real estate income already matched. It was already uh, the same is what I I had spent the year before. So I realized I was already financially independent. That had been an intention of mine. And I just like that inspiration and being in the being in the vibration and being in the, you know, thinking about that course and manifesting money, like that just little whisper hit me to go, like, go check this out. Go see what it is. And so I did. So when I was, you know, money felt like it was flowing out of my life, I said, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this course and I'm going to write it. I'm going to do, I'm going to do it as I write it because I'm going to create this course because people need this course. And I clearly needed the course in the moment, right? I needed to reset, right? It was different when, 
there just automatically wasn't two paychecks a month coming in on the 1st and the 15th. Like even though there was enough money, there was something that got triggered or didn't feel good and, you know, with money. And so, you know, I needed the course. And I think that that is number one thing I want to highlight is if it's at all possible to teach something that you have definitely done, teach a process that you do in your life, or maybe you, you know, if you've done it over and over with your clients. Awesome. But you know, when you're, if you're starting out, like find something that you've mastered, you know, so often people tell me, you know, I want to teach this or I want to teach that. And they, they haven't done it or they don't have a lot of experience at it. Like go where your experience is. All of those things. When I looked at that outline, there was like 30 things. All of those things were things that I had been doing for years and that, that had changed my life. So I think that's important. So, you know, I started writing it and I started, uh, you know, creating the course and I started doing it. Like I did every single exercise, um, as I've done it many times again, it's, it was already part of my life, but I do it as like step-by-step, just like I teach all of you in the course. And so you know, I did it as I wrote it. And what else I did was I had decided like, this is, I'm going to be super successful in this course, you know, and I didn't start by saying, I think this is important too, because it's, it goes in terms of like how aligned you are to the outcome you want. And I always say like, get clear in the vision and then, you know, be led to that. Like what I wanted was to have like, first and foremost, I wanted to get my money mindset back on track. And second is I wanted to provide a service to people that would be beneficial to them. And I wanted it, the third thing was that I wanted it to be a successful launch. You know, I'd created a lot of products and I'd done a lot of different things. And, you know, I had Loving Yourself University where I tried to do these semester courses and all this stuff. And, you know, I'd get one or two people to sign up. I never had, even, you know, I had done different events and different workshops and I'd get two people in the room and things like that. So I never felt like I had a successful launch of anything. And so I really, that was my third thing that I wanted. So I was really clear on that. So as I was creating the course, I was also scripting the experience I wanted to have when the course was out. So I was scripting, you know, people are people are manifesting so much money, people are loving the course, getting emails where people are just enjoying it. There's 170 people in the course. Like I would just write. So before I would sit down and I would write the course every day, I would script, you know, the experience of having a successful course, not just the launch, but the course being successful, people being successful in the course. And I would just script that before I would sit down and I'd start writing for the day, you know, and then I go home and I do whatever assignment I wrote. And so that was really important because I was always focused on the experience I wanted to have from creating that product, you know, which for me was like, get my money mindset back on track serve people who needed to get their money mindset on track and have a successful launch. And that was really the vision I was walking towards. So I would follow inspiration and I would do different things and I just kept moving along. And so, you know, and then when it came time to decide, okay, what am I going to charge for this course? You know, I didn't, I thought about $97. I thought about, I don't know, I probably thought about a lot of things, but really I didn't think about it for very long because when you're not, when you're thinking 
often you're trying to figure something out and you're not following that path that's laid out in front of you. And so I didn't think about it very long. It's like, what am I going to call, you know, what am I going to charge for this? And I heard the whisper that was like, pay after you manifest. And to me, for a money manifesting course, that was everything because it meant if I could teach you how to manifest money, then you paid me. Right. And so, and so I went with that. That's what felt good. So, you know, that's another business, like go with what feels good. If you resist it, there's a lot of people who couldn't go with pay after you manifest. And I know this because I talked to them. And when I'd say, oh, it's pay after you manifest, like, oh, their first question would be, well, how do you know if you're going to get paid? What if someone doesn't pay you? Right. And if those are your automatic thoughts and your fears, that's not the way for you to do a program. And so follow. But for me, it was like, I'm cool. The universe takes care of me. I'll be fine. I trust people. I trust the process, right? This is the right way to, this is the right way for me to do it. There's no right and wrong, but it's the right way for me. It's the way that feels good. I'm good. Like, and I had to really, you know, part of it, I was already working my money mindset, but I even had to get better and I had to get really strong in that trust in order to be able to offer it that way. So it's like really about following your feel good. Um, and I think, I know, I don't think, I know launching it pay after you manifest really had an impact on, you know, I was new. I was new on the scene as a coach. Not a lot of people knew about me. Um, some people did, but like when you, when I gave that option, like you would pay after you manifest, like people signed up and people said yes. Right. And it was such a good energy, you know, and I just stuck with it. I said, this is going to happen. And and everything like that. And the other thing is, I just always believed it would be successful. From the moment I said, you know, that was my third thing is to have a successful launch. I knew it. So the thing about this course is that I had scripted just sort of being in the flow um, that there's 170 people in the course. Now, I didn't have 170 people on my list at that time. I don't even, you know, I guess I could come up with 170 people that I knew, but they probably, most of them would not be interested in a money manifesting course. But I just wrote that down and then I started seeing that and I started just believing that would happen. And sure enough, you know, about four days before the, maybe five before the course was supposed to start, I had seven people registered. And I just kept believing and I just kept stepping into it. And I just kept doing the things that you would do for a launch. I was reaching out to people saying, hey, I'm just starting this course. It's pay off G manifest. If it helped your people, send it out. And I just kept moving forward, believing that it was going to be successful, that there were going to be 170 people in it. Uh, when it actually, you know, started, there were over 200 people in it. And I remember just having everything that I had scripted come true. Like there's people after people after people signing up and coming in and coming in. And uh, I remember, you know, I just, I couldn't even keep up really. Like I was trying to get them added to the Facebook group and all that. And that really came from that belief. And so it's super important. Like when you, if you are going to launch something, like get clear about what it is that you want to experience, not the outcome right? It's easy to say, I want to make $10,000. So I'm going to sell a hundred copies at a hundred dollars, right? But what's the outcome? What does it feel like? What's the experience that you want to have, right? So I did that, did it pay after you manifest. And then uh, about seven or eight months into it, you know, I, I, um, I just 
you know, I was stepping into my bigger self. You might've heard this story before, you know, but I was really stepping into what does a $500,000 business owner look like? And I got this, you know, hunch to call the author incubator to get in contact with them. And, you know, I like that hunch, I think started happening on a Monday. I got on to schedule a call Thursday. There was an opening on Friday. I scheduled on Friday and I started the next Monday. And that was all, that was, you know, supposed to be the book. There was a lead into Manifest 10K, which was at that time called Money, 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 right? And, you know, I wrote that book and it was a good experience and it was everything. And yet there was still so much more for me to learn about being a coach. And so I released the book and I started, you know, I remember the first, I released the book and, um, I had like opened some enrollments of it and then I was like trying to do it as an open enrollment. You know, once the initial success of that course had happened, I didn't know how to keep it going forward. And I didn't know how to keep introducing people, you know, like keep finding new people for it. And so I remember I hired my mentor after I wrote the book and the, her first thing she told me is, I want you to get 100 people into this course a month. And I was like, what? I only had like 300 the whole last year or the seven months. She's like a hundred and I came home and it was like the, um, when I got home, it was already like a week into January and I managed to get a hundred people in the course and I did it again in February and I did it again in March. And, um, you know, I just kept meeting that goal. And what that did for me is it kept giving me new people to coach. You know, I used to, included with the course used to be a phone call where I'd answer questions. So I got really good at knowing the questions. I got really good at knowing my person. And sometimes I think when I see people, you know, struggle, sometimes it's because they just haven't done enough. Like when you can get in and you can coach as much as possible, that's super helpful. And so it was super helpful in, um, you know, just keeping going and keeping going. And pretty soon what happened is, I said, you know what, I think this course needs to be, um, it was just a couple months in, it feels like a lot longer looking back. I'm like, that was a year. And then I'm thinking, no, that was like four months. So after I kept getting those hundreds of people in and seeing what was going on and coaching and coaching and coaching, like I realized, I think this course should be called Manifest 10,000 because that number, and there was a lot of reasons that went into that number. Um, and one of them was based on, you know, if a hundred people, I think this is the number, a hundred people do, um, you know, $10,000, that's a million dollars. So I wanted to have a million dollars, like people be going for a collective million dollars. But the other reasons, you know, that were more practical was that I saw 10,000 was a really, like most people's brain could get wrapped around that. I watched most people's brain, you know, not be able to handle when they were like, I'm going to manifest a million dollars in 90 days. And so I, changed the course and I went back in and I changed it to be manifest 10k which made it better because I went back and I you know I knew the things that people missed or skipped so I separated those those assignments out you know and did other things and made that really good and then I did it as manifest 10k for about the next six months and it lost its luster it became very like it felt hard it felt like I just, it, I didn't want to do it anymore. And so I closed the doors on it. And that was really in, it didn't, you know, I, I let it, I fully let it go. I never intended to open it back up. 
And, you know, then four months later, I was like five months later, you know, I could sort of see the, you know, everything had cleared and I could see what it was that was frustrating me as the person who was putting on the course and how could I fix that to make it easier? Because I started to see like that course was really powerful and um, really step back into it in a different perspective. But I had to take a break from it. I had to sort of put it down for a minute to be able to see clearly. And I think that's an important lesson. It was very intuitive to, you know, just shut it down and, you know, take a break and be okay with that, you know? And then when I opened it back up six months later, it was so much better. You know, I did rewrite it a little bit, not a lot, but who I was, was better. I knew how to better run it so that it was really easy and it felt really good. And it just gets better and better. And then that was the moment where I said, I need to write the book. Like I'm ready to write Manifest 10,000, the book. It was actually going to be called Manifest 10K. But one of the things that you do is you learn to search Amazon or, you know, you look for keywords on Google and as a business owner and you're, and I searched Amazon and uh, Manifest 10,000 was actually searched on Amazon. So that's why we called it Manifest 10,000. And... Um, so that's sort of the process, and now I feel like I'm stepping into it in an even bigger way, like really even owning this Manifest 10,000 process and sharing it with you all, and I'm really excited because the book is coming out in bookstores. And so just that whole evolution of, you know, keeping going and keeping, you know, stepping into your, um, keep stepping into it and keep, you know, listening to your intuition, I think are all super valuable things when it comes to your business. And so I just wanted to share that with you and I hope it was helpful. We were just about at the end of our time. So I wanted to share a quick fun uh, story. You know, I had a friend the other day and she, she said, you know, I didn't really believe in your way of thinking. She sends me a text. She said, but I just read the first two chapters of manifest 10,000. And she goes, and then I went and I cleaned my room and I found a hundred bucks. And she goes, I get it now. And so I like to share, like I said, you know, I think I said this on the last episode, I like to share the big manifestations like Karns that's $14,300. And I like to share when it's $100 or $20 because they're all equally important and it's all building on each other. So once $100 shows up into your life easy and you get it and you get that, you increase that belief that we've talked about, choosing your beliefs, hey, money shows up easy. You can keep doing that over and over and it gets bigger and better. So I just wanted to share that with you. And before I go, I want to give you this week's mantra, which is, I follow my intuition. I follow my intuition. Practice it as you will. And remember, abundance flows through you. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us on the Happy Ever After Show, where you don't need a genie lamp to get your wishes granted. Now that you're inspired and ready to take action, get yourself on the path to your happy ever after by scheduling a complimentary strategy session at createmyhappyeverafter.com 